0: Thank you once again for joining us for this midweek broadcast from Bible Tracks Incorporated. I often say Bible Tracks Incorporated based out of Bloomington, Illinois, and of course our ministry is, but Right now, I am not in Bloomington, Illinois. We're actually just passing through Indiana, and we're going to take advantage of the fact that, believe it or not, the roads in Indiana right now seem to be much quieter, because those of you that might be listening to this broadcast will hear the little rumble of some background noise, because I, or we, I should say, are in a car driving down the freeway on Interstate 80, heading north towards Michigan, and so greatly appreciate the fact that you would join Us today, and I say us because, of course, myself, Michael McCurry, the host of this program. I'm joined by my father, Chris McCurry, and I'm so glad to have him on the program. Wanted to take this opportunity to introduce him to you. I've mentioned him multiple times, and if I have you on the program, I think maybe I have to have mom on the program one of these days so she can tell her (laughs) side of the story. But on Monday, uh, my dad talked about his salvation testimony, and yesterday we kind of got through a little bit bit of the ministries that he's been able to be a part of. And we're going to touch back on that. But we made some application points on how to invest in people and the the worthiness of investing in people. And I mentioned on Monday that we're not, not going to talk at incredible length about Bible Tracks Incorporated this week as we do this interview. But I would like to double back on that thought of investing in people and the opportunity for discipleship that we talked about yesterday. And of course, if you missed that broadcast, you can find it on your favorite podcast platform or our YouTube page. Just you search for Bible Tracks Incorporated. You'll find us there, the video version of this broadcast. But doubling back on discipleship, one of the things that I am most proud of and that I'm most happy about our ministry that I think BTI does well, Dad, is when someone lets us know that they know Christ or they, they because of one of our tracks, they've accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. One thing that we do well, I believe, is we follow up with them and start the discipleship process. Actually, as of the six-month mark of 2020, we actually had just prisoners alone. We've had 47 different prisoners that have contacted us and many other decisions for Christ, both domestic and internationally, and so I'm excited about the opportunities that we have to follow up with discipleship material, but that kind of go straight into the opportunity that you had that, well, first of all, someone mentored you, someone discipled you, someone brought you along uh, and fed you, starting with you, using the biblical terms, the, the milk of the word and then the meat of the word, and as you got stronger and stronger in the Christian faith, but if you talk about for just a moment for you personally what that meant, but then the opportunity it gave to you to replicate
1: that in other people. Okay, well... As I think I mentioned on Monday, after getting saved on January 8th, 1989 in Seoul, South Korea, uh, Brother Mike Hall, who is now the Vice President of Providence Baptist College, um, he was, we consider a lay pastor, he was 100% a soldier in the United States Army, but he also started the Yongsan Baptist Fellowship, Yongsan Baptist Church there in Korea. And i've often told people that he started the church for no other reason just so his family had a place to go a local new testament bible church while they were stationed there in korea and it was really exciting as one of the very first converts there the youngson baptist fellowship to see really the inner workings of a church um, and then also to see how god blessed when we started there when i got saved in january of 89 the church had only been established just a few months uh, but then over the next 18 months while we were there um, we got to see the church not only just grow in um, number but also in its outreach. Um, the church originally was meeting in a chapel but then by raising more money, the membership increasing, we were able actually to get our own facility off off the base um, and the ministry is still going on right there in, in Korea. Uh, that's very exciting to see. Uh, But as Brother Hall invested in me with one-on-one discipleship and thus fulfilling the Great Commission, because I got saved shortly thereafter, I was uh, scripturally baptized by immersion. And then the third part of the Great Commission is to to train and to disciple. And I'm very thankful that Brother Hall gave me a foundation uh, that I could later on, as the Lord moved us around through subsequent military assignments, to likewise invest in other people, um, both as a soul winner, but then also as a disciple uh, to try to help others to get grounded so they likewise could go out and be a witness for Jesus Christ. Absolutely. And you mentioned it, but that's the biblical model. This is not
0: something that you thought up right. or that Mike Hall thought up or something that just occurred to me. The, the idea of going into all the world, preaching the gospel, and then teaching them in training them in the ways of Christ, our goal is not to just get numbers. That's never been our goal at Bible Tracks Incorporated. Our goal is not to just amass to ourselves numbers of people saved. Our goal is to furthermore train them to become evangelists themselves and to use the very tools that, that they were saved with. And so, but I'd also like to point out that the local church is very important in that. And you must understand that our ministry, I, I am a local church evangelist. I and based out of a local church that's very important to me and for you if you are sitting there at home and you're listening to this broadcast maybe you're working out right now and you have your earbuds in and you're listening maybe you're sitting at your kitchen table maybe you're you are in your car like we are right now but you're listening to us if you do not have a good local church that you attend we would love to help you with that you could actually get a hold of us you could send us an email uh, you are the great email to use is hello at BibleTracksInc.org. That's H-E-L-L-O at BibleTracksInc.org. Or you could actually text me directly. The phone number would be 309-316-7240. Again, that's 309-316-7240. 316-7240, we would love to do a little bit of research about your area and refer you to a great Baptist church. Not only that, we we would tell that pastor of a church in your area about you and say, hey, this person is looking to attend a good church and we'd love to put you folks together because one of the greatest ways for you to grow as a Christian, to grow as a child of God, is to attend a good church. Bible-believing church. There's great churches all across America, all across the world. We've actually helped people find churches in other countries as well. And so we'd love to be a part of that for you as well. Now, I will give a little bit of a spoiler. Tomorrow on the Thursday edition of the broadcast, I'd like to get into a little bit of the parenting style of Chris and Ruth McCurry. So you're going to want to stick around and and maybe find out why I have a little tick that I have and and, and the trauma that I experienced. No, No, in all seriousness, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit because um, for for not to pat him on the back just because he's sitting here and my mom, but myself, my two brothers Caleb and Ethan, we if you can believe it, we all hold down steady jobs and have ever since we left the house, um, we all more importantly uh, than being productive members of society, we are Bible-believing Christians. We've accepted Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. And those of you that are parents, and, and please understand how my heart goes out to you, those of you that have wayward children, you know the feat that it is to raise children in the nurturing admonition of the Lord. And so oftentimes there will be parents that do everything they can. And you could say do everything right, but children still have a will of their own. But for those of you young people out there and young parents out there, I think there might be some things tomorrow that just might be a help to you as well. But if we backtrack in, in the life story, we came through your upbringing in Asheville, North Carolina, and thereabouts, and salvation in South Korea. And then you and my mom got married, of course, and a few years later had me. You're there in Fort Hood, Texas. And then where does that kind of bring us? And more importantly, as you progressed to each subsequent duty station, what was one of the very first things that you did whenever you found out you were moving to a new place, more important than finding your new home?
1: What did you do first? Well, well, you have to realize when we first started this journey, um, we didn't have the internet. <laughs> so at the time, we would use things like uh, Yellow Pages, which was out of this big you know, thing called a phone book that you don't have around anymore, um, or we would use a uh, Christian publication, much like The Revival Fires or The Sword of the Lord that would have a church directory. Um, but we felt just this overwhelming need that if god was sending us to the next assignment he obviously had a place for us to serve and to worship him and so right along with trying to find our physical house we would also trying to find our spiritual house and so those two priorities went hand in hand and i think god blessed us because we knew if god was sending us to an assignment that god had a place for us to serve him there and god blessed us and just during my time in the military after getting saved in Korea, uh, over the subsequent moves, we actually were in 10 different independent fundamental Baptist churches. God never left us without a place to serve. And not, you know, there's no perfect church this side of heaven. Um, And so you can't look at finding a church and finding that perfect church. And sometimes there's a tendency of trying to go back to that first church where you have so many fond memories. Um, But no two churches are the same. And so the church wasn't perfect before you got there, and it's not going to be perfect when you are there, Uh, but you have to make that as a top priority because, sure, you can sit and read your Bible, you can pray, but you're not going to be as effective as a Christian until you... Come together. The you know the church. The word church is ecclesia. It's a called-out assembly of believers. And so we strongly believe that you have to build your life around that local New Testament Bible-believing church. Um, and God always provided us throughout our military career, and even after that, since I've been retired now for the last 10 years. And so we would make that a priority uh, by using those sources again. You know, as the internet became available, that was a great tool to try to research churches. Uh, but then I would also go and make phone calls uh, to try to help eliminate uh, churches that may appear to be one thing, but actually are not. Um, I have certain things I'm not going to compromise on. I'm not going to compromise on my stand for the Bible. Uh, I wasn't going to compromise on taking a stand for separation. Uh, If a church has specific ministries or doesn't have specific ministries, that is not as important to me as their doctrinal position. And so I would try to contact the pastor and try to eliminate any churches that were not going to doctrinally line up to the way that I was taught, Um, and then from those churches that we thought lined up is that we would try to make a visit to those churches once we got assigned to that area. And I would challenge you that a church can have a very good service one one Sunday and they can have a very bad service. Maybe the pastor's out and has a guest speaker in. And so we would try, unless there was some doctrinal problem with that church, we would try to visit that church for one week to try to get a full flavor of what that church ministry was all about. And God blessed us over our 22 years in the military by providing us a local church, no matter where we were assigned.
0: Absolutely. And it's funny, sometimes I feel like uh, people put more, more time into uh, searching for a new car than they would something as important as where they're going to cement in the foundational element of their family and the orbit of what church they're going to end up in. And so we might talk about that more, but understand this as we get into the topic of family and raising a family, that everything we've talked about for these last three days, it all revolved around the local church and more specifically around the Bible. You've heard us talk about some different terms. If you have some questions about anything we've mentioned, please feel free to contact us. The announcer will We'll be on in just a moment to tell you how you can get a hold of us today. God bless.
1: Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309 828 6888. That's 309 828 6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at bibletracksinc.org. That's bibletracksinc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.